Thank you for listening to the Girls Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit girlswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. Hey there, I am Sarah Madras. And I am Jenny Midgley. And this is the Girls Who Do Stuff, the show where you come as you are with the courage to speak up and tell a better story. And this is part two. Last week we had Stacy here and she is a psychic and clairvoyant and does tarot card readings and she's the owner of the Black Feather Intuitive and she does a bunch of stuff on YouTube and Facebook and you can find her all over that way. And we talked about her journey and how she ended up kind of coming to this place of owning her, her zones, gifts. owning yep. her gifts and, and turning it into a profitable endeavor and now we have her back this week to talk about to uh, do our readings yes, to do our readings. <laughs> yep so can I'm you tell i'm excited yeah can you i'm tell? i'm actually super excited. like i'm, I'm like hesitant. why are you so zen i'm like what is going on so i like full transparency right like when sarah's like like let's book a psychic let's bring a psychic on and because we had an opening and i was like does that really align with who we are yes as girls who do stuff and she was like yeah and it's fun and i was like Okay, but I had to recognize that, like, my hesitation mm-hmm. is that, like, possibility of something entering my zone of losing control. That's the first time you've said that. You did not say that. You did not share that. No, I didn't. That's a, that's a, right now. I saved the revelation for right now because that's love just what it. popped in my head. Wow. <laughs> I love it. So you're being vulnerable and courageous right now. I am being right vulnerable now. and courageous right now. I'm, like, in your sacred honor. space. It sacred is. space. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I'm honored. Well, thank you. But that's, I, but seriously, like I had to look at like, what was my resistance, right? Like my resistance is like coming from like what you were talking about last time was talking, coming from that place of fear of like, is there something that I am just like suppressing? Mm-hmm. It's like, cause I really work hard to be self-aware. Sure. <laughs> and then like, there's always something that smacks me upside the head that I was like, that I'm son like, of a bitch. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, call it the I universal frying pan to the head where they're like, yeah, you think you're all that in a bag of chips? Watch this. <laughs> right. Boom. Hold my beer while I tell you how not aware you really are. Right. So part of that was just me being like, mm, I don't know. Right. But, and because it does put me in a place of very high vulnerability. And sure. so. Well, thank you for being brave today. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You know, I got you here. I'm good. Yeah. Well, and, and let me just take a, a quick moment to comment on that. I get that a lot in my business. I get a lot of, I have a lot of regular clients, but obviously a regular client, it doesn't start off as a regular client. They have to start off as a new client at some mm-hmm. point. And mm-hmm. I get a lot of people who are coming in and this is their first experience, their first reading, their first session. And one of the questions, I have a questionnaire when you, when you book with me. And one of the questions is, how do you feel about tarot? I don't have to use tarot in your session, but a lot of people have resistance to tarot because it's the, oh my God, what if you give me the death card? Mm-hmm. What if you tell me something that I really don't want to hear? Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, the death card is just about change and transformation. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm predicting death. Right. And then in terms of vulnerability, yes, I am peeking into your soul. Yes, I am tapping into your energy, but I can tell you, I don't remember it. <laughs> Once it's out, <laughs> it's out and you're off. And, and also the way that I live, I am zero judgment, literally. Mm, right. I always say to my clients, anything that you got going on, feel free to share because I've, I've been there, done that and bought the t-shirt or I know somebody who has. Right. So the vulnerability is important in order to be able to receive that clarity and guidance. And, and the clarity and guidance that I always ask for 
on your behalf from the dream team, I set the intention that it's something that you can actually work with. I'm all about application. Yes. I don't want to know anything at all if it's not, okay, I could be a parlor trick for you, but that's not how I roll. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be a dancing monkey and tell you when your birthday is and all stuff. That's just not how I work. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Whatever guidance I'm going to get, it's important that you're hearing it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give you practical application Mm -hmm. to, to be able to apply it in your life so that you can move forward and live your highest and best life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do get stuck. This is the kind of guidance that's going to help you to get unstuck, give you some food for thought, some new perspective. So yeah, I am peering into your soul, but trust me, I'm a, I'm a safe place. (laughs) I don't retain any of it. And I also, I can relate in in so many ways to it, to the way that is. But yeah, I get a lot of clients who are apprehensive for a number of different reasons, Mm -hmm. but I'm really not scary. Right. And it does. I mean, I think (laughs) at the, at the end of the day, like, right, like when, Let's say you're going to a therapist, right? And you are the gatekeeper of what they know and what they don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Like you go to a coach, you're still the gatekeeper of what they know and what they don't know. You know, but when you're going to a psychic medium or somebody who has those extra pyramidal kind of abilities, you're like, well, fuck, I can't hide anything. Right. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. And I get that a lot. You know, people are like, oh my God, are you reading my mind right now? I'm like, no, I'm no, not reading like, your but mind. That, but it's like that Because right, I still believe, aura. and correct me if I'm wrong, but I still believe you're, you're the gatekeeper because if you're not open to it, she can't access right. it. Yeah. Right. Oh, 150%. Yeah. And I also live with my own sort of code of honor and integrity. I'm, I get this all the time. I, I love to travel. So I go out and I travel. And of course the typical conversation when you're someone striking up what a conversation you yeah. with you is, Oh, what do you do? And I get a kick out of it because I know, okay, either they're going to completely run the yep. other way, got to go wrap yep. and, you know, check please. Or they're like, Oh my God, can you read my mind? Yeah. What am I thinking right now? Yeah. You know? You're <laughs> I like, just, I did like... not say telepathic. <laughs> right. Right. I said intuitive. <laughs> And by the way, I'm on vacation, so I'm not interested in tuning right. into your brain unless I have permission to. Right. Yeah. So don't worry yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. You ready? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, what am I going to, yeah. So, okay. um, so I'm, I'm thinking actually maybe we'll go with Sarah first okay. to kind of okay. give you an idea of what's going to come so that you're mm. not feeling so anxious and then we can all share in that sacred space. Well, I was just going to ask, like, I'm not, I, I'm actually not, maybe a little bit. A little bit nervous, but not like anxious. anxious. Like when yeah. I think anxious, I'm like, I used to have panic attacks. Like yeah. I, I yeah. anxiety for me is a completely different level of not, yes. not nervous. But what was it? oh, should I? So like you're going to do the psychic reading for Sarah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the tarot. And yeah. should one of the things you said was uh, Sarah to have like a question in mind. Like, is that something I should have with the tarot as well? Or um, is it just like a general like? I think I'm going to do a general with you. Okay. But you can have a question in mind. And, and sometimes more often than not, whatever it is that comes through kind of answers your question. Okay. It's kind of crazy like that. <laughs> the way that works. I'm super excited. Okay. But yeah, let's start with Sarah. Okay. <laughs> so actually I'm going to just create a sacred space for all of us right now. I want you guys to close your eyes, take a couple of nice deep low belly breaths. Divine spirit, mother earth, powers that be in the universe, my divine dream team and Sarah's divine dream team. We invite you into this reading for Sarah today. As always, we are ever thankful for your presence, wisdom, knowledge, love, guidance, and willingness to help us out on this adventure called life. We ask that all messages and information that you have for Sarah today be delivered clearly and concisely and be very specific to her questions. We also ask that the messages and information be tangible, verifiable, as well as for her highest and best, so she knows exactly what it is you're trying to convey. We ask this with so much love and gratitude in our hearts. 
All right, Sarah, feel free to open your eyes at any time. I am getting colors. I often get colors at the beginning of a reading and I'm getting colors for you. I'm getting a very strong heart chakra related colors, strong green, very, very strong green. And I'm getting a little bit of pink. So the green is one half of the heart chakra, which is healing, healer, healed. I'm also hearing abundance. I'm going to talk about that in a second. And the pink is unconditional love, self-love, self-care, self-compassion, self-forgiveness. I'm feeling for you right now, this is a chapter of your life that you're stepping into right now. You are very heart-centered and heart-based, but I'm feeling that it's going to be more so. There's an expansion of your heart. I'm feeling a lot of, it feels like a release of tears, release of old energy, release of old wounds, old pains that have already started. In fact, the last couple of months, I feel that you've been doing a bit of a release process already. And you've got another four months of this coming up and it's all designed to help you to expand. And I feel like what you're releasing is directly connected to your abundance, your ability to to earn what it is that you want to earn. I see you having a really big goal in your mind, a financial goal in your mind, and I see you achieving it only when you are able to fully release these wounds. There's a childhood wound that is connected and I'm hearing it's connected directly to your mother. And I feel there's another wound that you're tapping into that's connected to a friend. And this feels like something that happened maybe a couple of years ago, but it feels like there's still some lingering energy around that. And I want to tell you, it's important to do some self-care around this. Self-love, when it does come out, and I do feel that it's going to come out in at some point in the next week and a half, you're going to have sort of a, it's like spontaneous combustion. It's just going to come out when you least expect it. Don't resist it. Embrace it. Because I feel like that goal that you have, that specific financial goal that you have, you've got fear around, A, do I deserve it? Um, and B, what is it that I'm going to have to give up in order to be able to make it happen? And there's some fear around that. I want to say the release of it. It's important that you completely embrace that release, send it off, acknowledge it, embrace it, say thank you, be grateful for it and move forward. It's going to be cathartic. So be prepared for that. And I do feel like you're going to actually be out in public when that happens. <laughs> so yay, yay for you. Make sure you're carrying around a little thing of Kleenex um, <laughs> because it is, but it's going to be very cathartic. And I I feel that it's going to be triggered by somebody else and it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's almost like somebody says something to you, a compliment or share something with you and it just, it kind of breaks your heart open wide, but it's connected directly, specifically to your abundance okay. and this particular goal that you've got in mind. So what was the question that you were going to ask? So my question was going to be, am I on the right path? Is there anything I need to discard or not be putting energy into? I'm seeing you've got three major lines, three major focuses is how I would describe it. You've got some other little focuses around that that are offshoots, but three major focuses. The third one, the one that you have, I feel like picked up the most recently, I feel like there's a timing issue around it. You need to put it to the side a little bit. It needs the, you got to let the cake bake. There's also a mentor that you've been working with recently that I feel you're going to need to take some distance from this mentor for a time because there's somebody else that needs to come in and you need some. So talking about that heart opening and that heart expanding again, it feels like there's something, there's a piece of the puzzle missing that this current mentor that you're working with can't do anything with. You've got to get it from somebody else. Once you receive it, you're going to be going back to this other mentor and everything's going to really blossom. I feel like when you watch those time-released flowers that all of a sudden open up, it mm -hmm. feels like that. So 
this next six months, I feel is very crucial to your expansion. And I want to say to you, it feels definitely career related. I'm picking up on a lot of career related stuff. There's some heart-based stuff around family, but I feel like you've got a, a pretty decent handle on what that is. You've, you've already, you've already dotted your I's and crossed your T's. You've got your, your strategery going on there. So you're fine with that. This is career. And I feel that while you are very confident in those paths and confident in what you're doing, there's a little nugget in you that still kind of hangs on a little bit to self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what this, this other person is going to come in and unlock for you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what I've just said to you, I'm sure a lot of your listeners and, and, and followers are going, oh my God, that feels so like big, big and, you know, oh, pain and growth and uh, it doesn't feel like that for you. It feels more like when it happens, you're like, oh, yes. Yes. relief because mm-hmm. you know that it's there, but you mm-hmm. can't put your finger on it. Yes. You don't know how to, you don't know what to do with it. You know, it's there, but you don't know what it is and you don't know what to do with it. So knowledge is power. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's, what's going to be happening for you. And specifically at the three month mark, I don't even know where we are right now. I told you I suck at time. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, what month it is, what day it is, but no it feels like three month months from now. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, three months from now is pivotal. And I, I feel like it's like almost three months to the day. So it's going to be towards the end of the month is very pivotal. You're going to receive an opportunity that's going to shift the direction that you're taking on how to achieve that goal. And it feels like the shift in direction is like, you're not doing a 180, you're doing like 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. And that shift feels like when it happens, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't see that. But wow, it makes so much sense. And all of a sudden everything just clicks mm-hmm. and you're running like a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. So you're not that far off. There's nothing you need to do at this point. It's just being open. Okay. Um, saying to the universe, okay, she told me I got this big thing coming. I know I've been feeling this. Let me know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, you will know when the time is right, what the steps are. And I feel like it's going to be so obvious. It's, we always have choice, but I feel like it's going to be, you know, either I step all in, I'm all in or I'm all out. Right. And I feel like it's going to be that. It's not going to be, well, I could do this and I could do that. It's no, I'm all in with this or I'm all out with this. Mm-hmm. And whatever choice you make, Again, it feels like it unlocks and unleashes something that you've been hanging on to for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It's to go. Okay. And it's connected to abundance. Okay. So I want to say to you that that big goal that, and I feel like you've readjusted that big goal. You want to go back to what the big goal was. Right. Because that's what you're entitled to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any questions around that? So... I was wanting to ask, because there's two options of the people that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. So can I just ask you option A or option B of who, who of which those two options you were speaking of? A- absolutely. That's perfect. Okay. So is it option A or option B? Feeling very strongly option B. Okay. Okay. All righty. All right. That worked. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But do you have any other questions? No. Or do you have any other like or any... insights or takeaways? I agree. Like the insight is like, yes, I don't think it's going to be painful. Like you said, things that I have thought, like instead of adjusting it down, keeping it and owning my worth. I think that comes up a lot for us as business owners. We're constantly questioning. 
are we making the right decisions? Right. Is this going to lead to the next step of abundance or right. is it going to lead me to crash and burn? Right. And what am I going to do if I make the wrong step? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> if yeah. I take the wrong step. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I was definitely tapping into that. And I do feel like this is that I'm on a journey of abundance and I've been working really hard. And we've talked about this on other shows about releasing the money mindset stuff and and those blocks. So, I mean, I was able to definitely tap into all of that for sure. Cool. And I like that you utilize timelines so that it doesn't feel like this out into the ether or who knows, you know what I mean? Right, sure, so, sure. And now I'm like, oh, when is it going to crack open in a week and a half? <laughs> like, I can feel the meltdown and I can feel the meltdown coming. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm sitting there and like watching a lame ass show and tears are welling up and I'm like, why is this like, yeah. <laughs> so Where's I can, this coming from, yes, yeah. I can feel it's, it's coming, it's building is yep. what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep. I can totally grab on to that for sure. Awesome. Thank you. Are you ready? I am ready. Drum roll, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right. So what I'm going to have you do, I've got two decks of cards here. I've got um, a tarot deck. Uh-huh. It's the um, Tarot of Enchanted Dreams. You're going to love this deck. It's okay. beautiful imagery. Excited. And then I also chose an oracle deck because I thought that I would give you sort of an experience of the tarot. Tarot is a system of divination. So any tarot deck that you're going to pull out, it's got its own little system. So there's some limitation around the message that's going to come through. Whereas with an oracle deck, it's not really a system. There's more room to move. Mm-hmm. It's different messages. So you'll be able to see the, the difference between the two. So what I would ask you to do is shuffle up each deck and you're going to choose two cards from the tarot deck and one from the oracle deck. And you can have a, a question or a thought in your mind about what you would like to do. Yeah. And uh, it's always fascinating to me when I pull the cards, you know, our dream teams always know exactly what it is that we need to hear. And it's very typical that the message is going to be linked to what you're thinking about. So you don't even need to ask me the question. You can if you'd like, but you don't need to. So just choose one card from that pile. Yeah, anywhere in the pile, whatever you're most called to. Awesome. And then two from there. I love this deck. This is the newest tarot deck that I've been working with. And I'm, I am not a man hater by any means. I love men. <laughs> but I really do. I really love men. This deck has no men in it at all. It's all women. And in the tarot, there are knights and kings. And obviously knights and kings typically are male in energy. And I, and I noticed with this deck, the knights and the kings, she just shows their helmet or she shows the throne and the crown that the kings wear. But all the other cards are depict, uh, depicted with women. So I always, I'm like, rock on. It's a, it's a fully uh, divine feminine deck. I love it. <laughs> all right. So pick two from there. She's got this look of, <gasps> like she can't breathe. Oh, my God. She does. Like, happen? I've never seen you like this. It's a very new experience. <laughs> And this I can't even common. touch you to support you because damn Corona. Because of the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I don't bite. It's okay. It's all about the powerful guidance. Yes. Awesome. Love it. Okay. 
So Jenny, the first card that you pulled is the chariot card. I love this card. This is all about free will. This is also about taking opposites and bringing them together. So when we think extremes, black and white, it's taking something that is totally opposite and melding it through sheer force of will to make it work for you. So what I'm feeling for you is the next six months, this theme is going to be coming through for you in so many ways. There are three different opportunities that are going to be presented to you, two that are in the personal realm and one that is in the work realm. And all of them are going to have a similar theme that you're going to look at what you're being presented with and you're going to say, how the fuck is this going to work? You know, I've got this person over here on this side and I've got this person over here on this side, or I've got time constraints over here, but I really want to do this over here. How can I make it work? And I feel like it's important for you to really recognize that you have the power. If you really want to make it happen, you're going to tap into that free will and you're going to make it happen. I'm also hearing that it's important for you to really connect to your intuitive guidance, especially in the next three to four months. Anything that comes through, you want to say yes to it. You want to automatically surrender into it. It's not a question of, I know, right? It's not a question of, and it's funny because I'm talking about free will, free will, free will. And what I'm saying to you basically is, no, you don't have free will in this. You have to do your intuitive guidance. It's the surrender. Like that's the, that was the buzzword, right? Like it is free will, but it's me making the choice to give into that surrender. Yes. And when you surrender, you're surrendering to your dream team. You're surrendering to the universe. The universe always has your front, back, sides, bottom, and top. And you know this. Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you get into that controlled space where you want to micromanage the universe. Ah, well, I want this and this, but I I know better than you do how I want to have that happen. So you better bring it to me looking like this and this and this and this. The description I always give is, okay, I, I want to talk to my universe and say, all right, universe, bring me a, a bluebird today with, with pink spots on it. <laughs> and all day you go along and then you go for your walk and all of a sudden you get a beautiful pink bird with blue spots and you say, ah, you know, what? Sorry. That just doesn't cut. It's not what I asked for. A pink bird with blue spots. That's pretty freaking amazing. So obviously the universe worked really hard to show you that and put that bird in your face. So don't micromanage the universe. You've got to step into that intuitive space and go with the flow. It's not about you making the decision and and taking the path. It's about you saying, okay, this is how I'm being guided. I'm going to trust the guidance and I'm going to trust that it's going to get me where it is that I need to be. And it's going to get me there stronger, better, faster, smarter than I could do myself. And that's the scary part because it's like you mentioned before, it's that control piece. It's having to let go of that control piece and recognizing that by letting go of control, it's not that I'm saying I'm opening myself to willy nilly. It's saying I'm opening myself to more possibility of what it is that I really want working out in the way that I need it to. And what I'm seeing through this tunnel vision of the way it's supposed to be and what the universe has access to bring to me are two completely different things. And I need to be open to that because the universe knows better. The universe can bring me the sun, moon, and the stars, and I'm only asking for the sun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So why not be open to all of those possibilities? So the next card, oh, the next card is temperance. I love it. Balance, tolerance, and acceptance. And I'm hearing for you, this is acceptance versus expectance. So when we step into a place of acceptance, of what is rather than expecting things to turn out the way that they're supposed to turn out in the the way and the vision and the view that we have, we set ourselves up for a lot of disappointment and a lot of heartache. So this is, I'm going to surrender 
I know that I have free will. I can choose to step into my intuition and I know that that is going to lead me where I want to be. And this is going to bring me more in balance and alignment with my truest goals, my deepest goals that I'm having right now. And the acceptance piece, this is the part that's really hard for you. And I want to say to you, I do feel like there's something that's going on in your life right now in this moment that you're struggling to accept. You're struggling to say, okay, it is what it is. And you're beating yourself up over it because you're like, this is what I preach. Why can't I do it for myself? Stop beating yourself up over it. Recognize that this is part of your own path and your own growth. And there is resistance there for a reason. Pay attention to the resistance because the the resistance is showing you something that needs to be healed. And it's interesting, the two of you sitting next to each other, and we just went through your reading where we were talking about sort of having to go with the flow. It's this situation for you as well. There is something that wants to be released and unlocked so that you can step fully in. But when you're not accepting the way that things are happening, because you're judging it, you're seeing it as something other than what you feel it's supposed to be. And I'm hearing the word shame. I'm feeling there's some shame around it as well. Whether that's deep-seated or that's very obvious, that'll be for you to to sort of figure out. But when the temperance, temperance card comes up, it's all about, again, similar to surrendering into what is so that you can bring yourself back into balance. Both of these cards are part of the major arcana in the tarot. And the way I describe the major arcana is it's the overarching path, mission, purpose for our lives. So when these cards come up in a reading, it means there's some big shit that's going to be happening in a positive way to shift the course, to enhance the course in the direction of where you're going. The chariot is the number seven. It's the card of manifestation, the number of manifestation, sorry, not the card of manifestation. And temperance is 14. So change is happening, but change needs to happen. You have to accept the change in order to be able to find your balance again. And it's a new balance. You've gone through a major transformation, especially this past year and a half. I'm feeling that a lot of stuff has happened. And almost to the day, a year and a half to the day, a lot of stuff has transitioned for you. There's still a part of you that's resisting some of that. Don't resist it and and don't judge yourself for it. It is what it is and and it's happening for you. It's really happening for you. It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. You're getting ready. When you are in alignment, When you're that transformer, cocoon, 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 and all of a sudden you go from the car to the bot and you're ready to take on the world, that's exactly what this is. So don't resist the the realignment that is wanting to happen for you. Don't resist that coming back into balance because it's exactly what you need. And then the Oracle deck, she who battles, a bandalaka, justice, fierce, and commitment. The word that's standing out to me right now is commitment. It's commitment to self. This is your time to recommit to yourself wholly, fully, and deeply. There are some things that you've been holding off from embracing because you're worried about how other people are either going to react to it or how other people are going to be affected by it. And I want to say to you, it is always better for you to choose you before anybody else because when you're choosing you and you're honoring yourself, Others are feeling that in their energetic field. They're learning from it and everybody benefits. So this feels kind of like a kid thing. Like if you're worried about making a decision, it has to do with the kids kind of thing. I see this so many times. Parents will choose and mothers specifically will always put themselves on the back burner to do something for the kids. The kids come first. The kids come first. I happen to be blessed enough to to be raised with a mother who... (laughs) 
did not do that. And it was all about her. And sometimes, you know, to a fault, you know, there's balance. Again, we're talking about the temperance, there's balance and everything. But that's what I'm hearing for you is don't worry, you're not going to be that mother who pieces out and does her own thing. And, and the kids are left to fend for themselves. That's not what's going to happen here. Choosing you means that you are going to be finding that balance. You're going to be realigned, which means you're going to have so much more energy to give and to devote because you are living your truth, because you are speaking your truth and they're learning from it. They're learning from the experience. So I don't know why I keep talking about kids, but I feel like whatever this is that I'm tapping into, it's somehow connected to how you, I, I feel like maybe you're afraid that you making this choice might affect the kids negatively or something. So I always say file it under F for future or G for garbage. I can only give you what I'm getting. So choose, but choose wisely. And one more thing about this card, the she who battles. This is about giving up that battle within yourself. This is about surrendering and saying, you know what? I'm going to remove myself from this game and I'm just going to be. I don't have to be in the battle anymore. The battle is 3D. The battle is the illusion. The battle is the drama that we get sucked into so easily. So you're choosing, she says, she who battles, you're choosing actually to say, I'm done. I'm victorious and I'm choosing not to battle. And by choosing not to battle, that's, that's my victory. And that's how I'm committing to myself. Questions? That was a lot. <laughs> that was like the roller coaster of like, so there was a couple very distinctive pain points that you were able to hit on and the whole the force is strong with this one for the mm. Jedi masters like no with me it's the resistance is strong mm -hmm. like that has been like a very common thing for like that's like the that's my everyday sure <laughs> that's just how I live um and it's not it's not a happy place mm -hmm. it's not a comfortable place and so there's always that 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 struggle that internal struggle like it's it's spot on and like, I do worry all the time if I'm going to screw up my fucking kids, like, because of stepping out and doing the things that I need to do, right, to make a better life for all of us. And I know that that's, like, the underlying reasoning behind mm -hmm. it. But in the moment, and it's just hard. Yeah. It's hard. So, like, what was coming up for me was, like, other than, like, oh, yeah, that that's that's accurate. <laughs> Mm hmm. <laughs> like, and, and li the listeners wouldn't be able to say, like, I was definitely feeling the, the heaviness and the, the, like, y'all wouldn't be able to see me. <laughs> so I'm like, cause you know, fortunately also Joe had the camera focused on her <laughs> things. So like my being on the verge of tears was not necessarily something that was on camera. So I appreciate that. But that surrender, that letting go. So like you had said, you know, so, and you're absolutely like the, 150% spot on year and a half to the day. Like that's been like, yes. Okay. So we're just going to say that. But then, so my question, I guess, is more around like, you know, how do I, how would I recognize when something is me trust, surrendering and trusting my intuition versus me thinking that I'm making the right decision when I'm actually operating from a place of resistance and fear. Yes. This is something that comes up like a lot. What do I like? What, what signs would I look for? Yeah. Let's talk about intuitive voice 
versus ego voice. Ego voice, I always say it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. The ego voice is always loud. The ego voice comes from a place of fear. The ego Mm -hmm. voice is supposed to be a tool, but it has been overinflated, you know, over many centuries. And this is what we are working to bring into balance. So the ego voice always comes from that place of fear. It says, wait a second, you just had that, you just had that inspiration, that inspired thought, but oh my God, if you go there, Hey, we went there 10 years ago and it was a disaster. What are you thinking? We can't go back there again. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Nope. This is danger. Danger will Robinson danger. What's happening is the ego voice is responding to a trigger. It's saying, wait a second, this feels a little bit familiar. You've been hurt before. We don't want that to happen again. What the ego voice is not paying attention to is the present moment. Am I safe in this moment? Is this situation that I'm being triggered by the exact same situation that happened 10 years ago? And I will definitively say at this point, no, that will never, (laughs) that's not going to happen. Right. (laughs) So then when you step into that, you have to recognize, oh, okay, ego voice, listen, thanks so much for acknowledging that there was a trigger that popped up. There's something that I definitely need to pay attention to. And thank you for protecting me all those years or protecting me all these years from having to dive into that horrible experience again or that traumatic experience again. But guess what, ego? I'm in a different place today. And I got my dream team and my dream team is guiding me to this because I'm ready to blossom and grow and I am in a safe place to do it. So thanks for all of your comments from the peanut gallery and now go sit in that chair in the corner and, you know, find something else to do. Give your ego something else to focus on. Give it another task and a job so that the intuitive guidance that is subtle and soft. It's that inner knowing. It's that Mm -hmm. slight nudge. It's that feeling of peace that comes over you or that feeling of pure excitement when you get the idea and you go, yes, this is going to be amazing. This is going to work so great. The ego is going to squash it every single time because it's being triggered and it's trying to protect you from Mm -hmm. a perceived fear. Mm -hmm. So it's ego, go sit in the corner. I'm going to observe my behavior And I'm going to observe now this intuitive guidance that I have received and I'm going to sit in it and I'm going to, I'm going to wear it like a coat. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to step into those feels and see how it feels for me in my body. Mm -hmm. And that is how you can combat because 99.9% of the time, that's what's happening is it's the ego voice and we get confused Mm -hmm. because the ego voice is loud and it's powerful and it's strong. It's like the bull in a China shop. Whereas the intuitive guidance is all about, Hey, we have free will. We're trying to convey to you your dream team. We're trying to convey to you that this is a safe path, but we also understand that you have to come to that on your own. And if you don't have, I always say knowledge is power. If you don't know Mm -hmm. that that's there, you're going to always choose the trigger. You're always going to go to the uncomfortable, but maybe uncomfortable. It may be icky, but it's what you know. Right. It's comfortable uncomfortability. Stacy, oh. do you feel like, because what I tell my clients when I'm teaching them the difference between intuition and ego is that intuition feels like truth. Oh, yeah. Like it's, it doesn't have emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Like it just feels like truth. So if there's emotion tied to it, then that's the ego, because like you just said, usually the emotion is a negative emotion, yes. fear, anxiety, da, 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 da. And so if it comes to you as like truth, like this is knowledge, like you said, knowledge is power. This came to me as truth, as knowledge. 
and it's not tied to all these emotions and that's the intuition. Whereas when it's tied in to all these emotions, that's the ego trying to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ego voice also is, like I said, because it's subtle, it also has a, it's a resonance of truth, like what you're saying, but it also has that sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Like you just know that if I go this path, it's all going to work out. Yep, the and then the ego pops up and says, but wait, self-doubt, self-doubt, self-doubt. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't able to do this before. Or the last time you pursued your, what you thought was intuition, look at it, it all, you know, all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. And that's something else as well, just for, for your listeners. Um, oftentimes we put a particular judgment around or an expectation around what we think the intuition is going to bring us. So we get this intuition, we say, oh, it's going to look like this. And we get hung up on that vision of what we've created. But maybe you're being guided to do that. Maybe it's going to fall apart and look different because it's meant to bring you to another thing that you can't see yet. And right away you assume, oh, well, I, I followed my intuitive guidance and it all, it, it all fell apart. So obviously I was wrong. I can doubt myself. No, it happened exactly the way it needed to happen in order to get you where it is that you're trying mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. So it's releasing the expectation around you. It's okay to have a vision. But don't get too hung up. I, I like to talk about don't micromanage the universe. You know, tell the universe the what and the why, mm-hmm. but then release the how the and how. the when. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's, and it's funny because I imagine it's like a cocoon of like soft fluffiness that I have surrounded myself with to keep myself safe. Mm-hmm. Over Like that's just been, I mean, it's been, how old am I? I don't know, 41. Like that's just been my existence as long as I can remember. So breaking through that, like it's not, to me, it's not a hard shell. It's a soft place to land, right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to be, and we just got butterflies. Like we just got like the, the, they just turned for the kids. We did the caterpillars. And so I just transferred the chrysalids into the butterfly thing. This morning. So that's like relevant in my head right now. And so like the deflection outside of, it's very easy to deflect outside of anything that's going to, that I perceive that my ego is perceiving to keep me safe. So it is hard. And it's, it's funny because you talk, as you were talking in our last episode about like that inner resistance, that inner struggle, right. Of owning who you are and stepping into, you know, as Sarah says, stepping into your greatness, like mm-hmm. that is, I think a very common thing, um, especially for women. And because it's, it's also, it's not just fear of like, what if I fail? It's fear of what if I succeed? Yes. And what I do I have to give up? And what if I grow and what is that going to change? And what am I going to have to let go of? I mean, last week, Sarah knows, like, was a tremendous, like, shedding of Mm. bullshit for me. Mm -hmm. And it took me, like, four days to kind of, like, come out of it fully. And when I did, like, I was on the verge of tears for, like, three of those days. And then, like, when I woke up on Sunday morning, I was like, oh, I kind of feel like myself again. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just, I had to, like, go through that process of shedding some of this bullshit and making the next step and and going, you know, through the process. (laughs) And, you know, like... Fuck the process. Sometimes that's what I like to say. Fuck the process. Damn it. It's funny though, because like a lot of what, so as you were talking and and doing the, the readings with the different cards and like the temperance and the, the, the chair. And how gorgeous was that? They're beautiful. And that last one, I'm like, that's, you know, that's Diana. The she who battles. That's Mm -hmm. Diana though. That's. Yes. Yes. You know, that's like the warrior goddess. That's my, you know. Oh yeah. Diana Artemis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Mm -hmm. but what it made me 
think of was like as you're, you know, battling through. Wait, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh, fuck. I got distracted by the prettiness of the cards. But like as you were, you were the talking. Process. The, you were oh, like, the process. Oh, the process. So fuck the process. So a lot of it is like I'm not even aware that the process is happening. And mm-hmm. then I get, again, smacked upside the head, the universal frying pan. And it's, it's, that's the part that I'm like, why wasn't I fucking ready for this? Mm-hmm. Like, why wasn't I aware enough? Right. And then that's, you know, it comes into that. Oh, that's where that shame cycle, shame. Yes. it goes into the shame cycle of like, I, if I were blank, then I would have been blank. And mm-hmm. now I have something to reinforce that shamefulness and all of that. Mm-hmm. So yay. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. This has been great. All the all the fun things. Love and light to you. Don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. (laughs) Great. See you next week. (laughs) All the things. Well, basically, like now, what it's what it's what I've been triggered to. Whatever I don't know. My is now. I'm like, well, okay. What other work can I do around this? Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's what's really coming out. Is like, what other work can I do so that I can in six months be fully embracing? Mm -hmm. You know, and and all that goodness. Recognize even though we're joking about fuck the process, because sometimes that's what it feels like. You're just like, I want to stop having to look into myself and <laughs> I just want to examine myself. Just I just want to be. be. Yes. So <laughs> we're, we're joking about all of that, but I, I feel that that is really so. what it is, is it's just allowing the process the surrender for honey. you. It surrender. is the surrender piece. It's not that we have to do, I can relate to you on so many levels where that's concerned because I'm so a type and I'm like, okay, I got my checklist of things and I want to get through this shit right now. Like yes. let's get it all done, bring it all on so that I can get it done in a week and I'm, I'm good. I'm moving yeah. on. Well, unfortunately that's just not the way that the feelings and emotions work. That's not how the process works. No. The process, it takes the time that it takes, that's right? That's not the human not experience. Not yes. Yeah. But when you do, do surrender into it, things move through you much more quickly. Yeah. What we resist persists. Yep. And that's really, you know, when you ask, well, what is it that I'm supposed to do? How can I facilitate this for the next six months so that I get through to the other side? It's just allowing the process. So let's say tomorrow you wake up in the morning and you're like, not today. Then maybe that's a day that you you take off work, you Mm -hmm. stay in bed until noon, and then you get up and you, you know, decide to go and get your nails done or whatever. I mean, thank God we've got some, some release of restriction right now, but so today you have two minutes because you're about to leave (laughs) to get (laughs) her nail appointment day. Oh, well, there you go. Nine and a half weeks since I had last time I was there was March 25th and we are recording this on May 29th. It has been nine and a half weeks. (laughs) And because my nails by Kennedy in Clayton, North Carolina, at my girlfriend's place, 110 East 2nd Street, just saying, <laughs> across from the Clayton Town Hall, she's amazing. And that's why I can go nine and a half weeks between nail appointments. Today is my nail appointment. So it is fitting. And she has to leave at exactly that I two have, minutes. <laughs> right. It is fitting that I have this like energetic release and time to process it in my 30. Oh, no, wait, I have to call client. So I'll have, eventually I'll have time to process it. Yeah. And... <laughs> And it'll, and then I'll listen to this and then it will be like another reinforcement. But that Mm. is like, I think that overwhelmingly the universe messaging, the the universal instant messaging that I'm getting of late and of the last six months that I've been um, ignoring has been to surrender and Mm -hmm. stop fighting the resistance. And like, you can tongue in cheek say, haha, the resistance is strong in this one. But that's been like, 
I feel like one of my, and I think a lot of people have that, like that internal battle of like, if I let go, mm-hmm. what if things turn great? And what is my life going to look like then? And what, what, what then am I not going to be able to control? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I have a suggestion for you. Go on YouTube and type in the poem, She Let Go. And you're going to have a bunch of different options that come up, but you want the the gentleman that does it. He's got a British accent. I think his name is like Sadiq or something. It begins with an S, I believe. You want to listen to that when you're going, driving to your nail appointment. It is, the, the poem is so powerful and I feel like it's exactly what you need to embrace that idea and that concept of surrender. I'm going to look this up now because by the time the episode comes out, it's going to be too late. Right. <laughs> she let go. Alrighty, so I'm going to wrap us up because I know that your self-care is important to you and I don't want you to miss it. Alrighty, Stacey, thank you again for showing up for us, for creating the sacred space and for being generous with your gifts today. We greatly appreciate it. For those listening, please tell them again how they can reach you so that they can receive your gifts as well. Awesome. Thank you, guys. This has just been wonderful. I, I love doing this kind of stuff. So thank you for the invite. Stacy, the Black Feather Intuitive. You can find me on my website, theblackfeatherintuitive.com. I have a lot of freebies on my Facebook. Follow me, the Black Feather Intuitive. I do a show, Winged Wednesday, uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can feel free to join in and submit a question. I answer uh, free questions. I also have a YouTube channel that I put a lot of really interesting things on there, all freebies. One of the things that's really popular is I do a weekly oracle reading for everybody. And you can check that out. It comes out on Mondays. And I also have a show that I've just started uh, to release called Wine and Wisdom with the Feather. And so we get to wax a little poetic and I get to share a little bit of my story with you and and why I am the way that I am (laughs) to share all of the craziness that I've been through in the hopes that it can help you to either not feel alone or to avoid some of the pitfalls that I've done. Or maybe just so that you can look at your life and go, wow, I've, I've actually got it pretty good. <laughs> so feel free to check that out on my YouTube channel, The Black Feather Intuitive. I know you're shocked by that, but everything is The Black Feather Intuitive. Thanks well, so much, guys. excellent branding, I must say. Oh, I yes. like the consistency of messaging yes. and it makes my marketing heart happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. So... So thank you everybody for listening. Definitely reach out to Stacy if you want to enjoy one of these readings as yeah. well. And all of the all of her contact info will be all over our social media. So. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And to like and subscribe to us, go. You can listen to us on anywhere. You can listen to podcasts. Shoot us a review or comments. Connect mm-hmm. with us anyway on social media. We love talking to listeners. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. I am Sarah Madras and I am Jenny Midgley. And, and you, you do, do you, you boo. Sorry. <laughs> We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media.